so high out of reach. Out of reach. I don't wanna come back down. Felt so high, felt that peace. Felt that peace. I don't wanna come back down. Felt like I could. Welcome everybody to Trig Zach Show. I'm here with Ray, Dan, the best dressed man in the DC land, Brian, Eric, and our special guest. Bringing in the new year, actually. You know, we're wiping away 2020. This will be our New Year's Day release. So uh, we're here with the TV personality, motivational speaker. You know him, Mr. William Hung. How you doing, man? Hey man, uh, it's been a crazy day, but it's good. You know, I, I'm I'm motivating and brightening people's day every day. So yeah, that's all we can do. And we'll, yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Um, I love your story. You know, I've been following you a little bit lately on YouTube, your TED talks and stuff. I recently looked at. So uh, it's really cool and motivating that you uh, turned you know your TV personality into speaking to people. But um, before we get into that, uh, I'm sure a lot of people want to know. Um, talk about your upbringing, man, like where you're from, how you got into, you know, going to music, American Idol, to now to the motivational speaking. Um, well, I, I, um, I, I remember when I was young, um, I struggled with school um, <laughs> because, because I didn't enjoy the traditional school. I just barely passed my classes. And then I got into video games. Oh. I was one of the first people to beat Super Mario Brothers. I finished top ten at a, at a local blockbuster video game competition, uh, so I found my own way to excel, you know, in a creative way. And then in high school, I got into math and science trivia competition, hmm. and I finished like in the semifinals, uh, only to freeze under the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> go and, and figure. So, so yeah, go figure. And I brought embarrassment to myself and my school. Mm. Um, and then, in, uh, as a consolation prize, I got accepted to study for UC Berkeley's civil engineering. Wow. Uh, and I thought I would do well in college. But instead, I struggled and I got depressed again. So one day, I saw this poster for a school talent show. And then I started watching and studying the music videos from Ricky Martin's She Bangs. <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah, and, and then I put myself out there and I won. I won the DVD player. And that's what gave me the confidence to audition for American Idol. Wow. I, I just want to retrack a bit. Like, um, that, that's actually incredible, by the way. Congratulations. That's an amazing story. Yeah, I, yeah I just, no problem. I want to retrack a bit. Like, when you said that you thought you'd excel in college, um, why didn't you? Was it the same format as high school? Or you found it almost too overwhelming that you were, like, left to be so free in a college setting? Who? Um, I, I just wasn't happy with how I was struggling every day. I feel it was like a grind. I didn't know what else I want to do in my life. I just want to try something new. Hmm. No, that's, that's really good. At that point in your life, um, like, I mean, you, you touch on, uh, you got depressed and stuff. Like, how did you, was it the, um, the music that brought you out of it? Was it the video games? Like, how did you handle that? Uh, it was a combination of the video games uh, and the music, uh, but also some of my classmates. So you had a nice support structure in, in school, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the, so with the She Bangs, like, what... What other songs were you like practicing with, or was that just like your like go-to song for everything? Um, it was my go-to song, and then I learned a couple more songs after after my um, my original audition with the American Idol. What what were those songs? Um, I did like Two Worlds, like Phil Collins initially. 
Um, and then, and then after that, I I started learning songs like "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" by Elton John. Great song. That's a really phenomenal. Song. Great choice. Yeah, phenomenal song. <laughs> now, how did the now how did the American Idol thing come about? Like when you went there, they. <clears throat> How did they discover you specifically to put you on television? Did you have to do an audition before you auditioned? Yeah, so, so it's like three preliminary rounds before I got to see Randy, Paula, and Simon. Now, did you expect, I'm sure everyone has this question, um, when did you know afterwards? And I do want to get into the motivational speaking, I promise I will get into that, but like, how did you get, how did you know when it blew up? Like, oh my God, this became like a hit. Like I'm a, I'm a TV star. I, I'm now getting phone calls. Was it overwhelming at such a young age? And did it kind of just happen overnight for you? Yeah, it did. The next day after Fox broadcasted my audition, um, I started seeing students asking me for pictures and autographs, nice. and that's how I knew that my life could never go back to normal. So, like, what was one of the like coolest like celebrity encounters that you had after that? Um, so, well, I remember like there were some crazy fans, uh, like, 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 like 30 to 40 year old or white ladies asking <laughs> to marry me, even though I had no idea who they were as a 20 year old college kid. <laughs> now, did you, now, did you meet Ricky Martin or did he see the performance? Uh, yes, eventually I did meet him. Uh, it, but, but it wasn't until like 2018 that my dream finally came true. Um, I remember he mentioned that he wanted to meet me in person like five times throughout the last 14 or 15 years. Wow, that's, that's crazy. I have to say, just speaking to you, even though it's been like you know, five or six minutes, you're a really easy guy to root for, man. And I'm very, very happy that you got to meet your freaking idol. Uh, no yeah. point in there. Um, I just want to say, how did you go? What was the transition between that day, like how how Simon kind of treated you from American Idol, and then you pivoted to be a motivational speaker? Because if that was me, I probably would have just crawled into a shell and just never talked to anybody again. You know what I mean? Like how you know how Simon is. Like what was that pivotal? Like what point were you like, okay, I could build this momentum and kind of create a career with it? Yeah, so my, my speaking career, um, I didn't think that was a possibility. Um, I, I remember that I, I did entertainment for a long time, since 2004. Mm-hmm. And then maybe about three years ago, um, one of my friends told me that maybe, you know, based on my first album's inspiration success, like how it sold like over 250,000 copies, it was the number one independent album on billboards. You know, maybe uh, that there's something uh, about the inspirational messages in between the songs. Mm. So that's what gave me the, the new idea to try. And are, did you get a lot of international recognition as well after that? Or is it, you know, what was that like? Are you, you know, other countries, were they rooting for you as well? Yeah, I performed in Canada, Malta, Singapore, Wow. Many, many, many states. So it was an unforgettable experience. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So for a minute and a half of you being on TV, you became like a global sensation, really. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, you were, you were like the first viral star right. before viral stars were a thing. What inspired you to do, to start doing like the motivational speaking? Like, because I know someone like myself, it's not that I, 
I feel like I would be nervous kind of going into that. So how did you kind of get through that to be able to get up and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to motivate people. I, I feel that um, everybody has a right to try something new without being judged or ridiculed. I feel that, that, that too many people uh, try to make my story into something that it's not. Mm. Whether, whether it's portraying Asian stereotypes, where, where, whether it's, you know, I'm not talented, therefore I shouldn't try. Uh, mm. I, 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 that's why I feel that I have a responsibility to, uh, to let people know that is not, that is not true. Because, because without trying something new, without the process of failing, how can we ever achieve our own dreams? Is it something that you figured out through like your family and your upbringing or something that you've kind of just figured out like along the way? Um, I would say my, one of my biggest influencers is actually my mom. Nice. My mom taught me it's okay to fail as long as you tried your best. Good. Hey, has, has there been, um, I obviously don't say names, but has there any, been anybody that reached out to you and said that your speech specifically uh, changed their life or they, maybe they're low or suicidal or something like that, and then they heard you speak and they reached out to you and do you keep in touch with anybody that you may have? Um, yes, made? yes. I, I remember um, when I speak, for example, in Canada, in Ottawa, one of the ladies, uh, African-American ladies, she gave me a hug at, after, right after my speech. And she said that, you, you, oh my gosh, you gave me hope. I, I was going to give up my real estate career. And, and then I, after listening to you, I want to try again. Wow. I have, that probably means more because it, it's a personal level, right? I would assume yeah. that means more to you than any of the album sales, any of the fame, right? Yes, I agree. Right, to personally help someone. I want to touch on, too, because obviously, as Raymond said, you became an international star after like a minute and a half on television. Now, uh, the way the business is, I'm sure you know, they're kind of like leeches sometimes. Was there anything that was presented to you that you act like you turned down? Like, no, this isn't for me. I'm not doing this. Um, anything, if you if you can't mention it, that's fine. But was there anything? Yeah, like did they try to mold you into something you didn't want to be in order for them to gain success off of you? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I, 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 uh, there's going to be some opportunities I have to say no to. Um, I, in particular, um, like, like I was just generalized, like the things <laughs> that I don't want to do. For <laughs> example, I don't want to cuss. I don't want to say negative things about other people. It doesn't matter how much you pay me. I have my values. It's inspiring to hear that because the way the society and the world is now, which I'm sure you're, you see, somebody with that mentality that you have is that people lose touch of that. And I think that's why everybody's the way they are now. The values of a person that there are none anymore. People just well, snap very, out of it. It's very rare because most people yeah. can talk. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people will compromise their values. They'll compromise their morals in order for a large paycheck. And they don't really care about the repercussions of it. Money runs the world, unfortunately. But to right. actually come across somebody that you are going to stand for your values and your morals over getting a paycheck that says a lot more about your character and who you are as a person rather than a lot of those others that will just, ah, whatever, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. I'm just going to take this straight to the bank. Right. 
Yeah, it's hard to find a balance because, because you know, you have to, I, I, like, um, you have to uh, overcome your naysayers. Um, like, but at the same time, you also want to take in constructive criticism from, uh, from your friends, from people that you trust, because that's how you grow. Right. Now, if you didn't go the route of a motivational speaker, what would, what would your profession have been, do you think? Like, what route or road would you have gone? Um, what people may not know about me is that I'm also a <laughs> professional poker player. All right. Oh, wow. Good. Do you have any poker stories? Yeah. I would say the, 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 uh, one of the fun stories is when I started poker. Um, I remember the first time I ever played was back in 2004. Uh, for a performance in Reno in Nevada. And I was started this $1, $2 limit game and I won like $300 just based on beginner's luck. And I never looked back because it was the feeling of creating something new, of excelling in your own way. It's not about the money. I found more joy from poker compared to making tens of thousands of dollars from entertainment. I, I want to ask some really quick with American Idol and you performing. Um, I don't know much about the culture you're from. So like, was it kind of taboo to do that or was it kind of accepted in it? Um, it was actually more like taboo. Right. As you can imagine, I'm, my ethnicity is Chinese. Mm -hmm. um, most, most of my, uh, most of the people, including my parents, they wanted me to be an engineer, a doctor and lawyer. And they were disappointed when I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so do they, they, they accept you now? Yeah, are they proud of you yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. They see right. what I'm, where I'm going now, but it's after many, many years of hard work. Right. Oh, I could mm -hmm. imagine. Yeah, it's not easy. Your first time giving the motivational speech, like on a big stage, like was it as nervous as you doing the performance on the talent show? Cause that you're trying to now motivate people and like change their lives. Like how much pressure did you feel doing that? Mm, not that much pressure. Uh, yes, there's some pressure. I like, like, like um, I recorded um, a video to be released uh, ne next week for a virtual gala. That was a lot of pressure because I, she, my organizer wanted it done today. <laughs> Literally at my friend's house. <laughs> so, so we know sometimes having pressure is good because it means that you want to get it done. You don't want to just, you know, keep pushing it back. Uh, and, 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 you know, uh, when I share that video on social media, it'll be something that I'm proud of. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and I think I feel that com when it comes to speaking, uh, in to, in, uh, compared to performing, I feel speaking is less pressure because I have more freedom to say what I want to say. Right. Performing is always the same. You have to follow uh, certain tunes, uh, certain rhythm. So what are your, so what are, what are your goals uh, now that you're public speaking? Is it to become the next Tony Robbins or fill up a stadium? What are your goals at this stage? Uh, I would say that, that, that my goal is not to necessarily become um, the next whoever big, big name is. My goal is to be the best version of myself each and every day. Really is, cool. there, is there anything that you haven't, because you seem like we mentioned before, like a jack of all trades. Is there anything that you haven't really gotten into yet that you plan on going into, something that you haven't done before? Because it seems like you always like to learn and try new things. Yeah, well, I would say that, that for me, what feels true to my heart is always gaming. 
Gaming is part of my DNA. <laughs> Just like when I started playing video games when I was young. Uh, and somehow, I want to combine the gaming into speaking, into motivating people. Wow. When did you get in the game? Like, what system really caught your eye? Growing up, I just want to touch on that. Like, what was Nintendo? Like? Nintendo. <laughs> regular, regular Nintendo. Yeah. Right, cool. What's, I your, still, what's your? I favorite? still got one. That, your, it works perfectly. Still in great shape. <laughs> clearly, Raymond. Clearly, Raymond. So they have a Nintendo too. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your go-to uh, video? What's your favorite video game ever? My favorite video game. Ooh. I have to say Super Mario Brothers because it's still something I don't get bored playing from time to yeah. time. When you, when you realized, like, you, was there a moment where you realized you could pivot this into a positive thing? Like, there was probably a lot of negative right after, right? Yeah. So was there, like, a make lemonade out of lemon moment or something like that? <laughs> that you really um, like? I'm, not, I'm not really sure about that, but, 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 but I feel recently, just within a, even the last few weeks, it's when I realized that I don't have to do what the society tells me I have Good. to do. Good. Uh, like, that's not so much I have to do, but what people think I should do. Right? People think I should be a storyteller. People think I should be a speaking coach. Yes, I could do those things, but right now, I actually have a new mission to help people make money with online poker during the pandemic. And okay. that feels amazing. <laughs> I'll be your first customer. I want to make sure. <laughs> okay, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> how, now, how, how do you get good at playing poker? Because this is something that I've always wondered. It's, if you really think about it, it's a game of chance because of the cards, and it's probability, right? Yeah. So how, without giving too much away, because I don't want to give your secrets away, but right. how... If you were to say someone starting out, like what would be the first thing you would look at? Um, the first thing is to uh, look at the hands that you play from every position. Um, and there's a lot of study that, that you can do yourself to find the right answer. Because now there are, there are like software like pile solvers. There is uh, lots of plenty of uh, YouTube videos you can watch. So it's not that hard to find the answer. It's whether or not you want to uh, learn and improve your game. Yeah, William, where can we find it? Plug your like uh, uh, YouTube, your your Instagram. Yes, you yeah. The, the the easiest way is uh is to just follow me on Instagram at WilliamHung.co. WilliamHung.co. Everything's there. All right. Well, William, um, this was really cool. I mean, if you would have talked to us 15, 16 years ago, um, I would have never even thought I'd be talking to you. So uh, thanks for Raider. Good luck. Really appreciate you coming on. Honestly, just speaking to you for this little time, you are very motivating. Um, it really was amazing to hear your backstory. William, you're a really easy dude to root for. Mm -hmm. uh, like, yeah. extremely easy dude to root for just talking to you. So uh, if you're ever on the East Coast giving a speech, hey, hit us up. We'll come watch your motivational speech. We'll and, come. Uh, yeah, and yeah. If, you're ever, if we're ever on the West Coast, we'll definitely look out for you, man. Enjoy your dinner. Thanks a lot for coming out. We'll stay in okay, touch. Man. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Thank you very much.